from the Executive Podcast Suites in Miami, Florida. It's time for Watch This with Liam Fabray. Bringing you the news that matters and the comedy that gets you through the day. And now here's your host, Liam Fabray. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Watch This with Liam Fabray. We have a, a great show for you today. We're live in Canada. Live in Canada. Enjoy it. Okay, so I say live in Canada because um, a lot of the people that listen to the show are from the United States. And so if I say Montreal, they have no idea where that is. Everybody who talks to me about going back home, they're always, are you going to Canada? Because they they've only heard of Toronto. I'm actually in Montreal, which is where I'm from um, and where I went to high school. So we actually have a couple of guests on the show today, people that are in Montreal that are going to join us. They're experts on the topics that we're going to be talking about once we get to the news. And so we're going to get their expertise on this. I didn't have a show on Thursday and that's because I was in the Hamptons. Um, I was in the Hamptons. So I didn't want to come and talk to you guys because you know what I mean? I'm, I'm living the high life. I was living a classy life and I was drinking champagne and eating caviar. And, and why would I come and speak to you and do a podcast for you for free? Why would I do that? That's ridiculous. So uh, I didn't. I was doing high class things. You guys wouldn't know anything about it. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's what I was doing. So that's why I didn't have a show, okay? All right. That's all I got to say. So uh, that's the intro to the show. We're going to bring our guests in a little bit later. Like I said, they're going to be experts on the topics. We're going to do some news and then we're going to do the topic of the day. Um, surprisingly, there's not that much news for not having done a show on Thursday. But um, yeah, so here we go. Uh, let's get into the news. And now it's time for just the news you need to know. The top stories around the world so that you don't embarrass yourself and so that people think you're smart. All right. So the uh, news for today, um, let's do some of the Hamptons news just because I was there. So let's do a fun story from the Hamptons just because I was there. I think it's exciting. I think I should talk about it. So here's the headline. Six protesters arrested after failing to block wealthy flyers from East Hampton Airport. So reading from the New York Post here, six protesters were arrested outside the East Hampton Airport on Monday after they blocked the entrance to the tarmac and demanded that... East End elites pay up. The group, part of New York Communities for Change, chanted, quote, tax the rich as passengers arrived to the airport in their luxury vehicles to take private jets and helicopter rides. So if you don't know about the Hamptons, and especially East Hampton, I mean, the average price of a house in the Hamptons is like $10 million. I'm not even exaggerating. And how do people get to the Hamptons? Well, the really rich people, they fly in on, a, on their private jets. There's no Spirit Airlines flights or Delta or um, yeah, Southwest Airline. None of that stuff is landing in East Hampton. Those are only private jets. So you had a bunch of these uh, bums, losers, as, as you call them, protesters, really, come and, and protest and chant, and you know they want these people to be taxed. Really, I mean, look, go look, at, go look up the story. Look at the types of people who are protesting in front of this place, and you'll, you'll have the whole story. I mean, look, they're, they're really just jealous. I, at least I'm honest enough to admit it. I wish I had a private jet, and I wish I was landing in the Hamptons. Um, I don't, you know, really want these people. I don't think these people owe me anything, but these people are jealous and they know that they have no talent. They know that they're really not that smart. They tried to do a band. They tried to do music. It didn't really work out. Uh, they're not really good at anything. And so, you know, what are they going to do? They're, they're, they're never going to make enough money to have a jet. So what are they going to do? They're going to go and they're going to protest. And then they feel good about themselves for the day. So really, this is a story about uh, losers. Sorry. Um, here's what they tweeted. Breaking. Sorry, Hamptonites. No private jets or helicopters leaving today. Activists block entrance to East Hampton Airport where ultra-wealthy take their exclusive flights, jets, and helicopters for a day at the beach. You know what? I love helicopters. I think they're sick. 
I think if you land somewhere in a helicopter, you're sick. So I'm not, you know what, these people, they're, they're a-okay in my book, all right? And if, the, if what I'm saying here upsets you, then uh, I don't know. You know, you don't wish you had a helicopter. All right. The next story, uh, Twitter accuses Elon Musk of knowingly breaching the $44 billion deal to buy the company. So I don't know too much about Elon Musk. I don't know much about uh, Twitter. So I brought in a friend of mine, Charles Oros, and he's an expert in this because he's an expert in Tesla. Charles, thanks for uh, coming on the show. Hi, Liam. Thanks for having me. So listen, let's jump right into this. So Elon Musk was going to buy Twitter. You had even texted me when it happened and you said, hey, Liam, it's official. Elon Musk bought Twitter. And now I'm reading this article and I'm saying to myself, what is Charles a liar? Well, so what's, ha- what's happening here? Yeah, sure. So back in the day when I had told you that, um, actually... Back in the day, me and you, baby, we used to have fun. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's okay. Um, so yeah, back in the day, they had uh, clearly reached an, an agreement um, at $54 a share at uh, $44 billion valuation that uh, Musk was going to go ahead and buy the company. Um, you know, they'd clearly sat in, uh, sat in the room and all, all agreed, uh, agreed to it. Um, of course, Elon, you know, we all heard he, he wanted to find out, hey, how many bots are really in this company? How many users do we have? Uh, they never really came out and gave him that information. I think that that was... Um, yeah, so let's back up a little bit. So let me just tell you what I think is right, and you tell me if this is true, okay? Okay. So he wanted to buy Twitter, and then he realized that a lot of the accounts on Twitter were not real people. They were robots. They, uh, they're calling them bots. Bots, that's exactly right. And, yeah. and, and really for Twitter, where the money is, is in sort of like users. advertising and users. users. So if you find out that 10% of the users are not even people, that makes a big difference in what the company's worth. Exactly. And so just to throw some numbers out, uh, Twitter has 330 uh, million uh, users right, right. Uh, today. And so, you know, it was estimated like Twitter and, and their board had claimed, you know, we have about 5% of that that are fake accounts that are bots. Um, so, you know, and, and based on that and based on that knowledge, he went ahead and said, OK, I'll pay you forty four billion dollars for your company. Obviously, the, the so, more this, so he got he went oh, he stepped away from fifty four and he lowered to forty four. Is that right? No, sorry. No, it was uh, already. It was always forty-four. It, it, no, it was forty-four billion dollars in total, which equates to about fifty-four dollars a share. Oh, fifty-four dollars a share. Okay, yeah. sorry. Okay, okay, yeah. I got it. Yeah. Um, and and so why didn't he? Let me ask you this: Why didn't he sort of do like a Trump thing, where he comes in, and he's like, I want to make a deal. You got let. You got a lot of bots. Yeah. I I'm thinking of a number more like. 30 billion. Yeah, that uh, no, honestly that's a good question. A lot of people think that that's actually what's happening. Oh. Um now now that he actually went back on his deal, they're saying, "Hey, you know, first first they didn't want him to buy the company and right. now they're saying, "Well, hey, you have to buy the company because we had a deal." Because we had a deal. Right. Uh and now it's public that, "Hey, our company doesn't have as many users as we claim. Mm. Shareholders are pissed off, right? Mm. Right? This is still a publicly So he company. sort of came in, he sort of lifted the skirt on Twitter, exactly. so to speak. Yeah. And expose them, and then he walked away without buying it. And basically says, "Yeah, well, now, now what? Hmm. Now what? Right? Interesting." And okay. so now he has to go to court, and you know they're going to sue him, and they're going to have to tell the court how many bots they really have. Oh, so all this information is going to come out. Now, I don't know if it's going to be public if it's in court. Let's read a little bit from this piece. So Twitter fired back at Elon Musk on Monday, accusing the world's richest person of, quote, knowingly breaching an agreement to buy the social media firm days after the Tesla chief sought to back out of the $44 billion deal. In a letter sent to Musk dated Sunday and filed with regulators on Monday, Twitter said it had not breached, sorry, yeah, Twitter said it had not breached its obligations under the merger agreement as indicated by Musk on Friday for looking to end the deal. So uh, here's what they said. Twitter has not suffered and is not likely to suffer a company material adverse effect. I don't know what that means. You know what that means? 
Yeah, it basically means that uh, based on the information that they have and, and the and the bots that they have, they don't think that they're going to be affected by any of this bad press, any of these bot numbers. They think they're going to be fine. Well, what do you think? I think that this is going to hurt them. I think so, too. All right. Well, Charles, thank you so much for uh, shedding a little bit of light on what can be sort of a complicated story. I think people are still a little bit confused. I think people thought that he had already bought it. Um, but, you know, whatever press is good press. And so far, I think Elon is the winner here and Twitter seems to be the loser. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Liam. All right, Charles. All right. So that was Charles Oros, and he's talking to us about Twitter. Now, Charles, he, he, he's very, very invested in Tesla. So he, he knows a great deal about um, he knows a great deal about Elon Musk. OK, let's move to the next story. So the next story and the reason I'm going to bring this one up, this is about Joe Biden. We're going to talk about Joe Biden. We're going to be talking about him making mistakes on the teleprompter, about him shuffling around. And you're going to say, hey, Liam, why are you talking about this? That's rude. You're mean. Don't talk about Joe Biden being old. That's not nice. Um, so my solution to that is we're going to bring in Cheyenne, and he's going to be mean. Cheyenne, welcome to the show. Hey, Liam. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, so so we're going to talk about And seriously, you know, that was a joke. Seriously, the reason why we're talking about this is because Piers <clears throat> no, Morgan... No, I'm going to be mean. I'm going to be very mean. <laughs> okay, well, we can be mean. But Piers Morgan does have a piece in the New York Post today, and it's titled, It May Soon Be Time to Invoke the 25th Amendment on Ailing, Failing Biden. So let me read a little bit from Pierce Morgan, and then we'll hear your, your response to it, okay? So, um, or you know what? Let's play some clips of Biden first. Let's, oh, I'd love to hear Okay, them. let's play a couple of clips of Biden. So I'm not going to go cherry-pick these from 12 months ago. This is from July 11th, which is today, okay? So let's play a clip from... Oh, no, sorry. This is yesterday. I sound like Seinfeld here. Okay, so um, uh, here we go. Joe Biden's talking about Parkland, and he says it happened in 1918. So here we go. Fort Hood, Texas, 2009. 13 dead, 30 more injured. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, 1918. Okay, so 1918, the year uh, Joe Biden got married, I believe. I'm not sure, <laughs> but, but so he's screwing up here. Okay, so let me just say one thing about this. So I was a broadcast journalism major. I had to read prompters a lot. When you're reading a prompter a lot, you, you sort of make these mistakes and you don't even notice it because you're reading and you're kind of reading fast and you're trying to focus on being good and he's always trying to yell through his speeches. So I think this one, you can chalk it up to the fact that this guy does not speak if it's not from a teleprompter and that's going to cause problems. Okay, let's play another one um, and then we'll read a little bit from the article and then we'll talk about this. Okay, so here is uh, Joe Biden. This is from three days ago, July 9th. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral and or political or, or maybe precise, not and or or political power. OK, so again, he's reading stage directions here. He's saying repeat the line. Um, oh, boy. OK, here we go. Let's read. This is Pierce Morgan writing for The New York Post. On Saturday, not going to do that. Okay. On Saturday, a damning dossier was published about Joe Biden's fitness to be president. It was so shocking and disturbing, I assumed it had been written by a Republican hit squad. The holy stinker of a verdict headlined at 79, Biden is testing the boundaries of age and the presidency, revealed the following about the leader of the free world. He often shuffles when he walks, prompting concern that he might trip on a wire. His speeches are, quote, flat and listless. He stumbles so often during them that staffers hold their breath to see if he makes it to the end without a gaffe. He regularly makes huge policy change announcements that are instantly walked back by the White House, like vowing a U.S. military response if China invades Taiwan or saying that Vladimir Putin cannot remain in power. He sometimes loses his train of thought. He has trouble summoning names. He appears momentarily confused. He called his vice president President Harris. 
He mistook Iran for Ukraine. He refers to Senator Mark Warner as John, <laughs> mistaking him for a dead Republican senator. He stumbled off his stationary bike. He stays out of public view at night. He, I'm sorry, okay. I'm just, I'm just reading from this. I'm going to stop at some point. He's taken part in fewer than half as many news conferences or interviews as recent predecessors. So usually when you're president, what they're saying here is that you sit down for an interview every once in a while and you take turns. You go from the ABC guy to the NBC guy. Biden doesn't do this at all. He doesn't do this. He, whenever they start asking questions, he runs away. Okay, I've been talking for a while. We played Biden. What are your thoughts on this, man? Well, I mean, like, you know, you got what you, you paid for, basically. I mean, the people who voted for Biden, I don't know how they didn't see this, like, you know, not before, like, during the debates, during right. everything that was Well, he happening. was good during the debates. He was he was alive. It's like they shot him with some kind of... That's uh, true. That's true. But, I mean, you know, you didn't really get to even see the guy. I don't know how, how they were sold. Like, it's like this car dealer came and sold you nothing, you know? He didn't even do any talking. People just wanted out of Trump, I right, guess, you right. know? Well, they hated their car, and they yeah. showed up ready to get into something else. They didn't even care what was on the lot basically. that's true right that's true yeah but i mean you know it just goes to show you his cognitive abilities are declining and i mean he's had multiple brain surgeries and i don't think he's you he's know, had brain surgeries he's had brain surgeries i yes. didn't know that yeah he had him i think during the obama administration and i mm. mean um you know you could tell that it's taking a toll it's taking a toll it's like you can't beat your car so long you know you gotta yeah he's also 79 years old have you ever met a 79 year old person no, I'm usually like scared that they're going to die or something right in front of me. You know? <laughs> I'm like, this person is pretty fucking old. Yeah. My right. dad's 66, no, 67. And, you know, every now and then I'm like, you know, I, I'm thinking about him. And, but you see Trump, Biden, these guys are old. They're fucking running the country. Yeah. I, How do they do it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I have an 80 year old uncle and he's on the ball. He's, he's, he's got his stuff together. But I don't think he could be president of the United States. You know, I mean, he probably could do a better job than Biden. He, right? Yeah, I mean, he might. I mean, look, do, let me ask you this. Let's let's be fair here. Do you think the fact that we sort of expect this from Biden, do you think that we report more on his mistakes? You know, we're sort of expecting him to mess up and screw up and do this. So we're much more critical of him. Do you think that's a factor? Well, I mean, I think that people like look to the little mistakes that he does, like the just the old man kind of things. But in terms of policy and stuff, that I don't think those get too much cover, you know? Coverage. Yeah. I think people should be talking about what's going on with the country rather than him being an old man and everything. Because I blame more the administration because he's not really a president. He's more like a puppet for the people who are running the show right. within the administration. And who do you think those people are? Well, I mean, I can't really say, but probably the members of his cabinet. I mean, lobbyists, people who who have some sort of. You look at the, um, you know, build back better. That's not even a slogan from you know the Biden administration. It's been around for three years. The World Economic Forum talks about the build back better thing. So it, a lot of these. Uh, governments have been infiltrated by, um, uh, in my belief and a lot of other people's beliefs, by some sort of agenda for like a one world government. That's that's interesting. Um, yeah, and I think that it's interesting point to say to focus on the policy because there is a cop out for all of this. People, Joe Biden suffers from a, a stutter. So, you know, if you're ever speaking to somebody who's a Biden supporter, they're going to say, well, just don't talk about it. He has a stutter. That's not that's not that's not nice. He has a stutter. Um, you know, when he sort of mumbles over his words and stuff. Yeah, right. But that doesn't explain, you know, falling off a bike or um, repeat the line. You know what I mean? I've yeah. never made a mistake where I read stage directions on a prompter. I've never done that. Um, and this is a guy who's, you know, been doing this for years. So it's sort of worrisome that he's making 
what what appeared to be, to be fair at least he was on a bike i mean trump's a fat fuck you never saw that guy doing any exercise yeah no trump <laughs> he had a red button that he'd click for for exercise you for, know for, for steps di- with his fingers for diet coke yeah. <laughs> yeah for diet coke yeah uh yeah i think it's interesting i think that we need to cover this sort of stuff because he is the president of the united states he's and a clown that's what he is well he's the president of the united states and to a certain extent like uh he he deserves to be under heavy scrutiny and we're allowed to report on these things and me saying you know me playing a video of biden speaking yeah is not me being partisan that's me reporting the news and us having a conversation about a man who is going to be 80 years old in november whether he has the cognitive ability to be president that's not that's not crazy for us to talk about let me give you an example okay if i meet you for the first time and we sort of hang out and then i see you again later at a bar and then i sort of see you a third time and we start to kind of become you know better friends and then I sort of want to learn about your family. I want to ask you if you have siblings. That's usually the first thing you talk about. But then I say, oh, you have gra- your grandparents are still... How old is your grandfather? And you tell me he's 80 years old. I'm not going to be like, oh, oh, okay, he's 80 years... I'm going to be like, oh, wow, he's 80 years old. That's, that's considered old, right? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. need to put these things into perspective. We sort of forget, oh, yeah, Biden's 79. That's pretty fucking old. It's really old, man. Yeah. It's really old. The guy looks like he belongs in a retirement home, you know? He sort of does, and yet he shuffles out there and he gives his speeches. What I what I think is most annoying, and we're going to move on because this is the news section. This isn't the blabber on for four hours section. But um, but what I think is the is the way that the people choose not to look at it and choose not to see it. That's the most frustrating for me. You know, if if Trump had been doing this, all of these videos would be on on late night comedy shows. You're not supposed to read that line, Trump. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And yet they they pretend like, oh no, this is fine. This is not. We're not even going to talk about this. You know. Um, final thoughts, Shine, and then we got to go to the topic of the day. Well, the thing about Trump was that, like, he had more of an attitude problem, you know, and that's what the media would kind of pick on him for. And in this case, it's for Biden, it's it's a cognitive problem, you know. You could tell the guy is just not there. He, you know, he right. sounds like a guy who's been drinking for the past fucking past three days. You know, he's not he's not a hundred percent there. But uh, on your final point about Biden, I think you got to also think about like. You know his son too. What, what's going on with his son? Yeah, Hunter you know? Biden. Yeah, we'll get. We'll if get. Can't, <laughs> if you can't raise, if you can't raise a child that's you know fully functional adult, then how are you going to raise the country? Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, that's interesting. I guess we'll uh, we'll end on that then. All right. So let's move to the topic of the day. And now it's time for El Tema del Día, the topic of the day. Okay, so today the topic of the day is going to be trash news. Uh, we're going to be talking about trash news because everybody loves trash news. So why shouldn't I cover it? Guess what? I am. So uh, topic here today is Kim Kardashian shares intimate pictures from pool day with Pete Davidson. How's that for a news story? Uh, Pete, well, oh, they call them Keat. Keeping up with Keat, which is Kim and Pete. So Kim Kardashian fans gave an intimate glimpse into her relationship with Pete Davidson on social media on Monday. The Kardashian star, 41, posted a slideshow of Instagram of her and the Saturday Night Live alum, 28, spending the day together at the pool. In the images, the couple are seen lounging around the house and being very comfortable with one another. Kardashian was photographed in most shots in a black crop top and sweat shorts, also a bikini. Meanwhile, Davidson was shirtless with a pair of gray sweatpants and a beanie. The Skims founder played placed her feet on the on Bo's chest in two of the photos. Her Bo, oh, excuse me, I'm screwing this up here. The carousel gave fans a look into the pair's everyday life just hours after they teased their how to keep their sex life spicy and the newest Kardashians trailer. 
So, you know, this relationship, they've released a lot of things on social media that it's it's very sexual, that Kim is having the best sex of her life with Pete Davidson. We know that Pete Davidson, there's this rumor going around that he has a large penis. I don't know where that comes from. I don't know if it's true, but it's obviously helping the guy. Um, so for this topic, I want to bring in both Cheyenne and Charles. I think we really need all three of us on this one. And the question that I have for you, we're going to go one by one. We'll start with you, Charles. The question I have is why is Pete Davidson famous? Why? I don't think he's that funny. I've heard his comedy specials and I'm not ripping on the guy. Good for him. Look, this guy is going to go to space with Bezos. This guy has been on Saturday Night Live. He's made movies, The King of Staten Island with Bill Burr. He is now dating Kim Kardashian, possibly the most famous and influential person in North America. Not an exaggeration. A woman who comes from a self-made dynasty that is now worth billions of dollars. This guy is dating a billionaire. At some time, she was considered the most beautiful woman in the world that he's dating. I mean, you know, they fly around on their $100 million uh G6 to the most beautiful places in the world. What does this guy bring to the table, Charles? Uh, yeah, sure. I, you know what? Full disclosure, I didn't even know who Pete Davidson was, you know, since I guess the past few months. Uh, I didn't even know he was. Well, I don't know why we brought you on as an expert then. My producer must have made a mistake. I apologize for everybody who's listening. Um, but go ahead, Charles. Yeah, so I guess I'll comment on the issue. I think people uh, in their lives don't have much to do. Uh, it's kind of like reality TV, and I think that that's kind of transcended into social media. Uh, where people just kind of want to care about pointless stories. Uh, and I think within that kind of industry, uh, Kim, the Kim Kardashians and these uh, k- kind of influencers, I think if you get your name out there, then uh, then people will, will gladly put you to the top. And I think that that's kind of what happened. He probably got into the, the inner circle, um, if you will. And, uh, and that kind of worked for him. So he just was kind of at the right place at the right time, is what exactly. you're saying. That, I, I don't know anything about him, but that's what I would guess. So your, your main two points, I'll move to Shine. Your main two points are sort of right place at the right time, and second of all, people's barrier to being an influencer is very low. Basically, anybody who's standing there will make it. Pretty much. Okay. All right, Shine, what do you think? Why is Pete Davidson this uh, so successful at the age of 28? Well, I think there's probably like a little demographic that thought, you know, he's like a niche. He was like, oh, like he's a good looking guy. He's got a big dick, whatever. You know, these girls were going crazy over his cock. I mean, that's the truth. <laughs> all right, all right. And so, I mean, you know, Kim Kardashian seemed like uh, the Kanye West barrel was getting a little, it was getting dried up. So she mm. she said, okay, you know, this this relationship I have with this man, it's not, I'm not profiting off it as much anymore. Uh, that I'm becoming irrelevant because... Have you heard about Kanye West in the last couple months? I haven't. I don't think he's relevant. Well, he was going down that religious path, you know, doing the, yeah. the Sunday preacher things. No one really cares about him. You know, he's washed up. So she she wants some, like, young, fresh dick. And I think she wants to capitalize on this stock that's going up. Kanye's kind of going down. Mm. And she she's like this spider that, you know, it, she captures these victims. She sucks everything out of them. And she moves on to the next one. I think this is like her fourth marriage, isn't it? Interesting. I don't know. I'm not too familiar with uh, Kim Kardashian's. She dated a football player, or she married one, and then I think she Ray, got I think Ray J, right? Wasn't that his name? Well, that's the guy who made her, or like she made him, whatever, oh, right, you know? right, right, right. You know? That's they had the uh, sex tape with. That was their guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. That's um, interesting. Okay, I want to bring in another point to this. Charles, I want to talk to you about this because you're an expert. Um, so I think, that, I think that Pete Davidson sort of has the Mac Miller look. Mm. He sort of has the Mac Miller look, which is skinny, white boy, tattoos, smoke cigarettes, 
doesn't give a fuck about the world, man. It's all a right. scam, man. You yeah. know, kind of attitude. Right. You know, ex like washed up hippie kind of thing but with the tattoo. He kind of has the Mac Miller look, right? Yeah, he kind of he he does. You're right. He uh, kind of uh, stole his personality. I, Mac Miller's dead. He stole his stuff. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of sad if you think about it. Mac Miller was actually a pretty good guy, um, but he definitely has his look. And I think that you know whether you like it or not, a lot of people, I guess, kind of kind of like that look. Mm-hmm. Um, it's clearly a pretty big demographic if it's as, if he's as popular as you guys are saying. You know, it's interesting because it's not a popular look among women. If I saw a girl full right. of tattoos, very skinny, who is smoking cigarettes and didn't care about the it's world, not necessarily I, skinny though. It's sometimes it's out of shape. I'd be like, how long have gut? you been homeless? You know, that's what I would ask her. I think you could probably find an audience that would be interested. Maybe, but I think a smaller one. I think a smaller audience. Fair. I've yeah. seen these Mac Miller people around, you know. Yeah. Like they're, they're kind of like a niche, you know. It's like they, they all they got to do is wear a white shirt. Don't, white shirt, Don't correct. exercise. Right. Look like you don't shower and like have some black bags around your eyes right. and then uh, you'll do good. Right. Do and good. then and then you come to them and you're like, hey, man, uh, so I'm right now I'm doing an internship at uh, Scotiabank. Um, I'm trying to, you know, I'm finishing school. I'm not, and, and you say, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, man, fuck all that shit, man. You know, you know, like, what are you, capitalist? Do they? I think so. I think they're more like, no, like, you know, like, I'm doing stuff, man. Like, you know, no. I don't they give you like these work. fake They answers. don't work, you know? No, like, I got this project going on. It's like, you know, it's really working out. But like, you know, at the same time, like, I got a lot of shit. Like, my mental health... My mental health is a big deal right now, and I just like have to relax. And I think the girls love that shit. You know the the mental health thing. They're like, oh, he has such. He's so in tune with his emotions, and it's like, yeah, just like eat my ass. My mental health. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'll do anything to make your so the news your program go away. <laughs> um, Yeah, no, I think that that's. <clears throat> I think that that's an interesting, an interesting perspective. I do think that they sort of r- relate to that. Um, but at the end of the day, th- th- these aren't men that they're going to marry, right? Kim Kardashian is not married to this guy. And even the way she explains it is that she's sort of in a fling with him, you know? But who knows? Maybe she's going to try to fix him up and then, you know, she'll get him back on his feet. She'll divorce him and then he'll commit suicide. And then it'll, it'll be more profit for her because her news is going to, her, her name is going to be in the headline. If he killed himself. Yeah. But if not, I mean, just the fact that she blessed him, this Didn't is. Didn't Mac Miller kill himself? Um, well, I think he, he overdosed. Overdosed. He yeah. Overdosed. Yeah, I mean, look, I think with this guy... Um, this guy's going to overdose on eating ass. He, This this has made him... <laughs> I think this has made him very famous, and I think it, the, the sky's the limit for him. The thing that's interesting with this guy is he doesn't seem to be that ambitious. He doesn't seem to really be like The Rock, where he's like up at 4 a.m., like just close this deal. He's not, it's like everything just falls into this guy's lap. It's true, true. I, I've called this guy the luckiest man in America. And look at this. I'm reporting on him on my show because people love trash news. And I consider this trash news. Um, but, you know, I almost I don't put him in the same category as Post Malone. Post Malone is also tattooed. Um, but but I kind of like Post Malone. He's a really nice man. He's, he's affable. He's yeah, affable. he's a very nice guy. Apparently, he smells really bad. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. His manager quit because he smelled so bad. He quit? Yeah. Wow. He had to leave. That's very interesting. I know. Uh, you would think that he wouldn't want to do that. Post Malone is a very successful uh, man. Probably brings in a lot of money. But um, I'm sure he showers now. But yeah, I mean, uh, I think you're right, Cheyenne. I think you, you, you hit the nail on the head. I think she was kind of dying. She was fading. She was going out of the conversation. And this has definitely brought her back in. Every time... Do you guys have Snapchat? Yeah. 
Yeah. So when you, I go on Snapchat, you know, you see those stories. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say 30, 40% of the time it's about Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. I mean, this is a story that has really, really taken. Kim Kardashian seems to have a very good idea of what is going to go viral, what's going to be big, what stories are going to work out. Um, she's sort of like Donald Trump in that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, these people are masters of the media. They know that any press is good press. They know how it works. I mean, she's not even shy about it. She co- claims like she's this very sophisticated businesswoman and stuff. But then she releases a video where she's like, yeah, I was basically DTF. And I was like, okay, come through, Pete, you know? And so she's kind of like... Well, she's getting everyone. She's getting all the audiences, you know? She's getting the people like, oh, like, she is sophisticated. And then, you know, those so those people will will see that video of her. And then, you know, there'll be the young people like, oh, my God, Cam is, like, so with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Have you seen the video where she's like, people don't want to work anymore? It's like, you need to get up and work. Yeah. My mom would never let us sleep in past 7 a.m., even on the weekends. I'm like, you know what? Can you leave us alone for a second? Mm-hmm. Like these poor people that are listening to you that work real jobs, that get up in the morning and go work at, you know, McDonald's and janitors and they're, you know what I mean? And they're on their break for 10 minutes, smoking a cigarette, watching this video of you talking and they're hearing you tell them to work and that you had to work hard and get up at 7 a.m. Like, Give us a fucking break, you stupid it's witch. It's true, but you got to admit, like, <laughs> she is a witch, but that's you know the thing. I mean? she, she learned it from her mom, who's yeah. the witch, you know? Right, Chris, right? Chris. So I think the thing with her is that she takes it after her mama, and, you know, like, but the difference is, like, Chris raised these children to be like that, mm. and Kim is kind of like, you know, she's the first one in line who's the smartest one who, who learned everything from her. So she's like, holy shit, I got to be relevant. I got to right. keep going. You know, I got to do this. I got to do that. Right. And, you know, she's that's that's she's a master marketer. She is. You got to give it to her. And by the way, this isn't a sexist thing. I have no patience for men who give advice like that either. No. You want to make it? You got to get up before everybody. You know what I mean? Like those guys. Well, you, Andrew Tate is kind of like that. Well, yeah, but these guys, they're, they're only famous from giving speeches like that. Yeah. And and they pretend like they're wealthy from other unrelated things. It's like, no, you're not. You're famous because I bought your book and went to see your little concert where you told me that I have to work hard and stuff like that. And you came up with a couple of sentences, you know? A hundred percent. But, um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, that's what it is. That's what it is, folks. You know, well, you can't, uh, can't get away from it. There's a lot of bullshit in this world, ladies and gentlemen, and, um, you can't go against it. You got to flow with it. Well, thank you for listening to our show. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you to our guests, Cheyenne and Charles. It was great having them. We will be back on Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry about all this stuff. Live your life. I love you all. (laughs) 